0: You're listening to the Holistic Spaces Podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 210, Feng Shui Chi Forecast, February 2023. Welcome to episode 210 of the Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. At Mindful Design School, we teach a feng shui certification program. So check us out, go to mindfuldesignschool.com. We also have lots of other courses, depending on when you're looking, and we also have a mailing list and a newsletter. We would love to have you join that if you're not already on it. You can go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom, or look in the show notes on your podcast player, whatever you're listening to this on. And we have lots of special opportunities and content only for our newsletter subscribers. So we would really love to connect with you there. So again, visit mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom, sign up for our mailing list, or look in the show notes and there'll be a link in there somewhere to join our mailing list. So today we're going to go over the monthly chi forecast as we do every month for Mm -hmm. february and so laura you're gonna start right
1: i start with the overall energy of the month talking about the solar terms and moon cycle specifically the full moon so this month the two solar terms are one is february the fourth which is called beginning of spring now this might sound a bit crazy to people that are living in the Northern Hemisphere, that are really far north in the Northern Hemisphere, like in Canada, for example, because it's February the 4th. But in China, where these solar terms were developed, you know, thousands of years ago, it is the, it, it depended on where you lived, but it is also the calendar. It is when the calendar shifts over to be officially the the new year, the solar year, right? It's the beginning of the solar year. So the lunar new year, you probably all remember that we talked about, but this is the beginning of the solar year. And so it's the beginning of spring because spring is where it starts. So think about South China, further South than China, you would start to see signs of spring. So, you know, maybe not in the Northern most parts, But definitely there, you're you're beginning to see green sprouts come up through the snow. You know, you can even sort of think about it's active. Things are starting to thaw, right? And it's it's just starting. Things are shifting. And then on February the 19th, the other solar term is rainwater, it's called. And that really speaks to the times when it's getting damp wet cold snow is now maybe a rain more of a rainy time you have these thaw rain cycles you know thaw maybe a bit of freezing thaw maybe a bit of freezing the rivers and the lakes are going to start to thaw the water and the melting snow this is really an important time because again all of these terms are a way for agriculture for living in harmony with the land and so the snow melting is really important because it's going to be stored in the soil so that you know down the road wells will be full. I like to even if you're just sitting in your apartment somewhere and that seems really foreign to you take a look at your plants if you have plants and take a look and I bet you that there's new shoots on them and there has been for a couple of weeks because um it's I've been noticing it and I noticed that my plants weren't doing anything for at least maybe three months They've been kind of quiet, dormant, and now they're, they're shifting, right? Because the days are getting longer. They have more sunlight. And then Feb 5th is the full moon. It's the snow moon. Again, it's still a lot of yin energy, but there's the idea that things are the ground is warming and things are happening under the snow. It's also referred to as the quickening moon because things are stirring and things are growing. And depending, again, where you are, you're going to start to see some green poking up through the snow. Angie, this month is?
0: In the lunar calendar or the Chinese calendar, Tiger Month. So it's really an ideal month for those born with horse, dog, and pig in their chart. And if that's confusing, just what year, what year zodiac you are. So if you're born in the year of the horse, the year of the dog, or the year of the pig, you have an affinity with the tiger. So you'll enjoy yourself hopefully this month and, and you could plan things plan for that. However, tiger has a challenging relationship with those born with monkey or snake in your chart or born in the year of the monkey or the snake. So if you are monkey or snake. Just be careful this month. And, you know, actually someone recently posted on my Instagram because I was, you know, every year I kind of do like a little reel on each zodiac animal. And sometimes there's a lot of despair with looking at a challenging month, but you can also flip that viewpoint. And instead of seeing, A challenging month as one that you're going to despair about maybe it's like wow well I have an opportunity to lay low I have an opportunity to do a little bit more self-care be more focused on what's important to me and also take it easy like for me when I'm in the months that are a clash for my animal which is dragon I actually just watch out and say you know what I already know I need to not plan a lot for that month. I already know I want to like plan more acupuncture appointments or have more space. So often for me, I kind of book myself up really tight. But when I know like it's going to be a challenging time, according to my Zodiac animal, it gives me permission to take care of myself. So monkey and snake, you have permission in February to... Be a little bit more indulgent, eat some more bananas and more mice, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Monkeys eat mice too, probably, right? Probably. Probably. And also for the Chi of February, like Laura said, it's the beginning of the year. It's the time of new beginnings.
1: Yeah. And the earth, the overall theme, which is going to roll into what Angie's going to talk about in a second, is the earth is thawing, softening. So, soft earth and wood energy is pushing up through. Okay. So, you have that yin earth on the top, but then you have, you know, that more yang energy coming up and in continuing to increase. And Angie is going to be doing the I Ching reading for this month. And yes. the question is
0: Yeah. So, the question we asked the I Ching, the oracle, for this month's qi reading is the kind of the same it's a, it's not that exciting because it's the same question but you right? always
1: have to ask, ask the asking? question it doesn't matter you still have to ask it right? i know i know
0: i know but it's the question's uh, so, important everyone's like but you ask the same question every month it's, it's <laughs> so every month we ask a question but today actually i asked what does the holistic spaces podcast listener community need to hear today to best navigate the energy of February 2023.
1: I think that's different from last time, isn't it? Is I it? feel like it's different. Anyway, I mean oh. it's nuanced, but it's the same <laughs> question, but it's but it's important. Like the what you the way you ask the question is important. And so yes. I, I like to that they need to hear today. I think that's important.
0: Well, I was actually just going to put in our notes, I think next month, maybe, or the month after when I do it, because Laura and I toggle, we go back and forth. So Laura does a terror terror reading, and then I'll do an eaching reading every other month. I was thinking instead of saying need to hear today, I would benefit from hearing Mm -hmm. today. So, but I asked need. So Mm -hmm. next, next time benefit. So, you know, words have a lot of weight and meaning. And so when you, when you consult an Oracle, the words that you ask make a difference. So I Mm -hmm. did want to know what energy forecast that we could offer that would help each of you listening for February, 2023. So we threw the coins and we got hexagram 46. If you have an I Ching book, hexagram 46 is Kun, which is earth over shun which is wind or wood and that is also described as advancement or pushing upward and then it shifts to the second hex, the outcome hexagram is hexagram number seven kun again which is earth over kan which is water which is described as collective force or army so there's a really interesting thing that laura pointed out and we'll talk about is that this hexagram 46 has this quality of advancement and pushing upward which is very similar to what laura was talking about at this time of year in february there is the chi in february of wood pushing up through the earth. and like literally with this hexagram, you have the wood and the energy of the wind underneath the trigram that is Earth and that yin earth that Laura talked about. So the earth is starting to thaw and you have the opportunity to advance and move forward. So all of us that are listening in our own way can experience this month an advancement, a growth, like visualize a seed you've been a seed a tight compact seed with all this potential and finally there is an opportunity you're feeling warmer you're feeling more vitality and you have the opportunity to unfurl and push through even like you might consider like that ceiling that a ceiling that's been kind of pushing you down a little bit so we have the opportunity to advance whether that means anything career-wise or relationship-wise or even like with your personal self-cultivation, your self-esteem, whatever it is, whatever aspirations you have. And so this is so timely for this, for February, whatever aspirations you may have set or you have for yourself, this is a month that the chi is behind you to allow something that was hidden and kind of contracted to unfurl and expand and begin to bloom. Just like those first daffodils pushing out of the ground or in Asia, the plum blossom is the first that begins to open up offering like that pink or the color of spring, the promise of spring. And so we encourage all of you to take advantage of this time because if you don't acknowledge it, it may not just kind of unfurl on its own. You need to nudge it a little bit. And it's also a time when you you can do this very easily. There's an indication that you can advance with a lot of ease as long as you have some modesty, right? And so you can expect like a promotion or an, any kind of advancement, again, pushing through like that, maybe that glass ceiling that you've been working with for some time. And having a bit of recognition, again, like blooming, a feeling of blooming, unfurling, like something that was hidden, having some freedom to expand. And one big consideration is to bring in the sun, the energy of the sun. And because a plant needs the sun, needs some fire to allow that earth, in February, that earth needs to thaw. And so it's going to only help you to allow yourself to be seen more, to speak up more, or to touch into what truly inspires you, what truly brings you joy and passion. Like touch your heart and see what makes your heart sing. Like that's, if you follow that path, this will be a really easeful activity. So then, the outcome hexagram also reminds us that this is only the beginning that there's this collective force. So you're also, you know, with the sprout that's coming, that's pushing out of the the frozen ground. Now there's this collective force. There's a power in that. And there's, there's a dynamism to that and a mass to that, that you can harness. So you don't have to do it alone find the generosity find the compassion and find the supportiveness that you can tap into or receive through this pushing out through allowing yourself to be seen through touching into what connects with your heart and through that you will be able to have like a community that is much more powerful and there is a lot of kindness and compassion and generosity that can be cultivated and acknowledged at this time this month so overall how can we work with this energy
1: yes so laura Laura, why don't you talk about this well inspired by your hexagram 46 and your idea of the sun and cultivating that idea of the sun also let's not forget that february is not an easy month it's still kind of dark and cold and so you want to feel inspired you want to feel more of that joy yes we have groundhog day which is imbalg you know and saint bridget's day and all these symbols that things are turning and shifting Wait, what's
0: saint bridget's day
1: it's the one that's aligned with imbalg it's um oh right you know, you know. so you um say more? embolic. I don't know. It's, it's basically the,
0: is that, wait, is that in February?
1: Yeah. February 4th, I, I think. Know. So it's, it's to celebrate. It's, I think it's also very, the, all these cultures are in line similar to the first day of spring in the Chinese calendar. So it's that things are starting to shift and there is a lot of fire ritual around it too, because to burn a light, to, you know, to keep this flame burning because it's a Still kind of cold, but we are um, shifting, and I think it's halfway between the winter solstice. Somebody's going to correct me on this, and the fir- the and the and the vernal equinox. Like I think that's what it is. Like we're halfway, we're like hit the halfway point. So it's a it it is a time where we're moving out of this cold, even though it doesn't feel like it. So how we can work with it. So coming back is this idea of inspiration, visibility, joy. Let's cultivate that. Let's bring that, which Angie talked about working with fire. And then I was thinking when Angie was saying, I think she, maybe we were talking earlier and she was talking about like her heart. I think you were just saying it. the heart, our teacher, Catherine Metz is lovely and wonderful. And she, we were with her today on a call and she did a meditation or she talked about a meditation where you literally just sit, breathe and visualize your heart, the sun filling your heart and warming your whole body. This idea of thawing, warming, and using that your heart, which is, you know, the sun in your heart just to do that, I just thought was really beautiful. So that is something that you could do is do some visualizations where you're sitting there and just visualize your body, just your heart, just filling with that glow, with that sun, just, you know, again, warming up to move toward (laughs) springtime, which will come. And then if you want to take it further and be more deliberate in a feng shui way and have something physical in your space, feng shui crystals, that feng shui crystal, the cut crystal, the prism, we use it for adjustments to modulate the Chi and you hang it from the ceiling, red string, holistic spaces site, you can see what it looks like if you go on this holistic spaces shop. The professor often described it as having the energy of the sun. So you can pick a spot in your home that feels like it needs the sun. Just keep it super simple and hang it from the hang it from the ceiling there, okay? And this will be your way of bringing the sun in, you know, maybe set the intention to have more visibility, more inspiration, more joy. But I thought that was a good way to have, you could either do a meditation about visualizing your whole body, you know, embracing the sun, or you can bring the feng shui crystal in to bring in that young sun energy into your house.
0: Yeah, and I th- I just thought of one other thing that you can start inviting the color red And I would challenge you to do it in some different ways. And you might think it doesn't have to be like painting your door red or bringing in red accents, but maybe you draw a picture using a few different red paints or pencils or markers, or maybe you look for some red foods. Maybe you create like Mm -hmm. a little mandala with some red foods and then you eat it maybe you paint your nails red just like find a different way explore go beyond just your home but what's your personal feng shui what is the cheek Because feng shui you know not a lot of people know and hopefully that our listeners our longtime listeners know this i know our students know this but feng shui is connecting like the the invisible and the visible so it's so powerful because we can make shifts around us but it's not just our home environment it's the environment that we have all around us in all directions, top, bottom, left, right, back, forward. It's like the shoes we wear. It's the things we plant. It's the nail polish we wear. It's like, you know, what how can you find a creative way that works with you to play with this color red and fire energy and something new? So a new way, a challenge you to find a new way to be inspired by fire element using the color red. Good. Good. So we hope all of you have a wonderful February and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast. You can tune in every week for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast in this episode, you can share it with others subscribe leave a review please join our mailing list that's like a really great way to keep in touch with us but we also have content and events only for our newsletter subscribers that we would love you to be a part of and you can also learn more about us and join our mailing list by visiting us at mindfuldesignschool.com or you can scroll down in the show notes on whatever podcast app you're listening to our podcast on thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week